in the book, Plato and Platypus walk into a bar. The authors tell this joke. Every morning, my neighbor used to step out on her front stoop and exclaim, let this house be safe from tigers. Then she went back inside. Hundreds of others of emails with absolutely no connection to anything I'm working on at all. 
the chance of red coming up next is still 50-50. We must avoid the slippery slope and unwarranted extrapolation for effects given it to make a mind. We must avoid the straw man, stereotyping or caricaturing a position or a person to make it or them easier to attack. Scientifically, we do need this baloney detection. Spiritually, we should use it too. In an unreasonable world, science is, as Carl Sagan knows, a candle in the dark. In a superstitious world, science dismisses the monsters under the bed and demons that haunt the night. There are many comforting ideas that come down the pop psychology and pop theology and pop religion path. Not all of them equally valuable, and some of them contain elements most definitely that run contrary to Unitarian Universalist principles and purposes. The beauty of science is that even though it prevents us from falling into an idolatry of the mind or spirit, it also opens up for us wide vistas for the soul to explore both our inner world and our outer world. We become amazed at the immensity and complexity of our universe and the immensity and complexity of ourselves. Far from condemning us to a world of pure reason, walking around like Mr. Spock trying to exist in pure logic, Science is mystical and awe-inspiring. Think about it. We still cannot reconcile the findings of general relativity with quantum mechanics. When in and of themselves, all the equations work, but they don't work together. There's so much we don't know. Carl Sagan wrote many scientific papers, many books, and he wrote a novel. It's been made into a movie since. It's the story of a young girl who grows up to be an astronomer, fascinated with the stars, and she gets involved in a project called SETI, Search for Extraterrestrial Intelligence, which is a real thing, by the way. And uses a huge array of radio telescopes around the world to search like it does in the novel, for radio transmitted signals that due to their particular pattern can only be generated by intelligence somewhere else. And over the years, in this real project, there have been blips, there have been things that, oh my God, we need to look further. Later found, nope, not enough evidence to say that was a generated signal. But in the book, this the astronomer Ellen Arroway finds the signal. It's confirmed. They rule out any other possibility that some intelligence had more sentence. They take a long time decoding what it is. Finally, they discover that it's the instructions to build a spaceship. So they build the ship. After much political arguing and having to reconcile Russia and China and the United States, everybody has to build the ship. And a handful of people are selected. And Ellen is selected to be the representative of the United States that goes to the ship. And they crank up the ship and it spins around and people in the ship have this fantastic adventure where they meet aliens and travel through wormholes and experience black holes and do all this stuff. And the aliens tell them, we still haven't found the answer. 
walk out and they're met with dumbfounded looks. What happened? We knew what happened. We had this really grand experience. Like, no, 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 you guys walked in there 30 seconds ago and just walked out. No one believes them. As they struggle to reconcile their real experience with what was observed, the scientists who made up the crew have to confess that, yeah, I don't believe us either. A televangelist calls up Ellen and says, I imagine you want us all to take it on faith. But it inspired her, and she set to work finding out some of the unknown answers that the aliens told her they were still looking for. And so she sets computers up to calculate pi on and on and on into infinity. And years later, miles and miles and miles downstream of the decimal point, her computers find something calculating pi. This is from the novel. The anomaly showed up most starkly in base 11 arithmetic, where it could be written out entirely as zeros and ones. Compared with what had been received from the aliens, this could be a pesky, simple message, but its statistical significance was incredibly high. The program resembled digits, and it assembled them into a square raster, an equal number across and down. The first line was an uninterrupted file of zeros left to right. The second line showed a single numeral one exactly in the middle, and zeros to the borders left and right. After a few more lines, an unmistakable arc had formed, composed of ones. The simple geometric figure had been quickly constructed line by line, self-reflective, rich, and promised. The last line of the figure emerged, all zeros except for a single centered one. The subsequent line, all zeros, part of the frame. Hiding in the alternating patterns of digits deep inside a transcendental number was a perfect circle. Its form traced by unities in a field of knots. The universe was made on purpose, the circle said. In whatever galaxy, happen to find yourself, you take the circumference of a circle, divide by its diameter, measure closely enough and long enough to uncover a mirror, another circle, miles to the decimal. There may be richer messages farther than it. It didn't matter what you look like or what you're made of or where you come from as long as you are in this universe and have a modest talent for mathematics sooner or later. You will find it. It's already here, inside everything. You don't need to leave your planet to find it. In the fabric of space and in the nature of matter as a great work of art, there is written small the artist's signature. A fascinating journey of imagination, but the kind to which science opens us up to. We haven't found that in Pi yet. We may never. We don't know. The final majesty and spirituality of science is like our Unitarian Universalist faith tradition. It is never finished. There is always more to learn and more to unlearn. Once what we once thought was so may turn out 
to not be so. And yet there is wisdom to be found in the journey. That is why we still read the Bible and the Quran and the famous of Shakespeare and Whitman and Carl Sagan. Because each of them is part of this grand human journey we share. Each of those things are following in the great journal of our search for truth and meaning. Each of them a candle in a demon haunted world. Each of them something that if we allow it, 